This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikhail Morrison in Seattle. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Nick Longo in Los Angeles. Nice. So how many moves between the three of us have we... <laughs> done during the course of the show it's Nick, just, the, two put, but, it's just yeah. the two of you I, i'm staying put <laughs> so two let's see three for me wes yeah so you're back in seattle how does it feel it's a big mix i'm it's like the perfect time of year to move back because the transition to fall is happening and all the colors are showing it's just gorgeous and every day is just yeah. crisp and really really sunny and um but moving's a bitch but every this That's this house part. is in a disarray it's yeah. awful yeah. <laughs> and i don't do well with disorganization that's been confirmed yeah so let's throw in a podcast recording into the mix huh <laughs> yeah well we didn't think we were gonna get you today so it's a good thing that uh you were able yeah. to to make it yeah well i need to like i was excited for this because i need to hit that normalcy fit you know for the for, with us and work and get that rolling anyway so this is a good jump start for me i think and people people miss mikhail when she's gone so ah yeah (laughs) so it's a nice road trip you got to see some uh changing leaf colors but it was beautiful and i'm glad we didn't postpone it for later because the snow starts to hit mount over over the mountains so it was just smart this time of year to make this transition but holy hell uh like a donner party pass kind of situation (laughs) yeah Cool. We'll want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening, uh, their continued support. And we love our five-star reviews on iTunes. So if you, um, if you li- listen to the show and you like the show, or even if you just tolerate us, you could leave, <laughs> you could leave a, a nice review and uh, more people can find us. And we count on that. So thank you for doing that. And uh, so we've got some guests for today's show. But before we get to that, Let's give a little love to our friends over at Video Blocks. They're our newest sponsor, um, but they're hitting the ground running, as they say. So um, (laughs) Video Blocks is basically an affordable subscription-based stock media site that gives you unlimited access to premium stock footage. So it's video. Um, We hit on video so much on the show as being a great way to really make a, a web project stand out. So they've got you covered, and they've got um They've got some a la carte stuff that you pay for individually, but they've got a big library that's unlimited um, in terms of it's a subscription. So unlimited daily downloads from a library of over 100,000 video clips. And they've got After Effects templates for like motion backgrounds. If you come from a, a video design background, you can make animated bumpers. They've got all that stuff. Um, and on average, subscribers pay less than a dollar per download over the course of a year. So it's super affordable. Um, One of the other stock photo sites that we have talked about, their their stuff is pretty expensive in in competition Mm -hmm. um, when you you talk about the video. So um, they've got just a great variety of, let's say you want to do something that's kind of uh, regionally specific, like a video video of the St. Louis Arch or something like that. They've got all that stuff um, in international locations as well. You got time lapse, aerials, slow motion, nature shots, everything that just will make your project look really high end. And um, here's my little pro tip: cinemagraphs are becoming super popular. Yeah, and, and they still are not um, reaching any kind of saturation point, so mm-hmm. they still make an impact. They've got some cinemagraphs, but they've also got a lot of great video that you can make into a cinemagraph to really cool. kind of, you know make it 
custom and one of a kind. So they're always adding new stuff, 100% royalty free, even after the subscriptions come to an end. Uh, so go to video, well, sorry to get ahead of myself. Video Blocks <laughs> is offering our listeners a year subscription for 99 bucks. That's $50 off the usual price tag. And it's for our listeners only. That's less than $10 a month. Uh, so get your yearly subscription today for only 99 bucks at videoblocks.com slash deep 50. That's videoblocks.com slash deep five zero for the discounted offer. All Fantastic. Right. So Nick, you're a yeah. print guy. I'm a print guy. Let's, let's have <laughs> some hot, a, hot print talk. You're, you're a print. <laughs> <laughs> print chat. There we go. Print chat. Yeah, we're. We're bringing back uh, our friends Nicole and our new guest, uh, Katie, from Tri-City Printing. Welcome, guys. Welcome back, Nicole. Hi, guys. Hi. Yeah. Thank you. Snaps for the, for the ladies. We have like a little applause thing now. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we really wanted to do kind of a part two. Um, I know it's been about a year or two since we kind of looked at this and the whole idea of having a print partner. But in addition to that, we're going to talk about some cool stuff that – designers can take advantage of between promotional items and things we can do for our company and what's new and what's kind of relevant in print that we can apply to either things we're doing for ourselves or things we're doing for our clients. So welcome back again, guys. Glad to have you here. Thank and you. Give us a little um, reintroduction to at least some, maybe some of the listeners who did not hear our previous one, um, what you guys do, where you're from, and uh, how you can help designers. So my name's Nicole Nicolette from Anaheim, California, and been here at Tri-City Printing for almost 10 years. Yeah, definitely. So my name is Katie, and I'm a little bit newer to the game. I've been with Tri-City Printing for about eight months now. Mm -hmm. So it's been really awesome learning about this new industry and really being able to share it. I come from a customer service background, and mm -hmm. then school-wise, I have degrees in communications, both mm -hmm. in entertainment communications and in film production. So it's really interesting to see the correlation between production and print and how it all ties not just entertainment, but really into getting a good product that will get your clients to take notice and come yeah. back to you. Definitely. I, I had one quick question because you brought up Nicole. Uh, you've been in this, you've been doing this for quite a long time and you being a middle person between printer and, um, and, and a designer, are you finding that people are not as savvy in the way they're setting up their files so much so that it really needs, you really need to be that middle person kind of because a lot of people aren't as savvy as they were, let's say six, seven years ago. Not so much between me and graphic designers and users. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, definitely, especially your your mom and pop shops, they'll bring in, you know, a flyer that's already been printed and said, here, I want 25 copies of this, but they don't understand that we have to get it into an art program, get the mm -hmm. file set up. What colors do you want? Paper stock. I mean, there's just so much to know and to share with your client before the job even gets into production. So I've used uh, Nicole has and Gerald as well have been kind of my print broker and partner in crime for this for quite a while. And I'm so glad to have someone like that. And we've talked about that in our other episode, a lot about that relationship. What what else can we do as far as when it comes to us as a business and start looking into promotional products for ourselves and maybe stuff that we can either, you know, uh, suggest for a client? Or do ourselves for because we we talk a lot about our business and our designers, uh, our listeners, what we could do promotionally, especially with the holidays coming up. What are you seeing as new, cool promotional and product things that we can do uh, that are in your wheelhouse? Gosh, there's so many new um, innovations out there. We recently went to a um, show, SAC show down here in Long Beach. Um, just to name a few super mm -hmm. hot promotional items that, I mean, just fly off the shelves. Um, selfie sticks is super hot right now. Really? Everybody <laughs> wants to take selfies. Anything to do or plug into your phone is just super hot. Mm -hmm. Um, they have, you know, miniature fans that you plug into your audio jack onto your 
cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, for the older audience, they say it's for menopause, the hot flashes, <laughs> and for the younger Be careful audience, what you know, customers you give that to, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It says a little something. And then, for, <laughs> and then for the younger audience, it's, you know, like it blows your hair a little bit before you take a selfie. Um, That's crazy. Power <laughs> banks. Power banks is yeah. huge right now. I mean, they go from anywhere from your cheapest $4 power bank all the way up to, you know, $40 power bank. Um, one thing that has been really hot are gel packs, mm-hmm. ice cold gel packs and hot gel packs. Okay. So you can either put them in your freezer for headaches, muscle pains, great for hospitals, um, gym go goers you could you could send that headache pack along with your bill (laughs) exactly exactly that's Um, actually kind of funny yeah ease 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 the pain a little but see like i think that's what's so interesting about this idea is you might it might sound like a disconnect but you know these are things that will be remembered if you do, if you're looking for something and the, the power pack's probably a great idea i know i've gotten a few of those promotionally from other companies and you could just turn it around by what you say on it, right? And like, are you seeing people taking advantage of these and and having fun with their brands on there? Absolutely. And anything mm-hmm. that someone will just keep. I mean, your standard yeah. lanyards and pens, yes, those are cheap, but people are just throwing them away these days. So mm-hmm. anything that is going to stay with somebody, um, for instance, the gel packs, we did them for a dental office. Yeah. So they get their wisdom teeth taken out. They get the gel packs, put them in their freezer, and they can keep them for a year. So they'll always know who to go to when you have a toothache. So <laughs> these days, it's really what are people going to keep? Mm-hmm. And, and making it, uh, like you're saying, almost uh, industry-specific. So if our client is in that world, or could, it could work for their advantage, not so much we are putting our logo on it, but for our clients, these are fantastic things to think of as well. That's great. What about yes, absolutely? Uh, what about collectibles and stuff like that? Are you you know things that we could do that are more like um, uh, either apparel or pendants or anything like that? Is are you seeing a spike in that as well? Because it's all over Instagram and everything you see designers doing nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Apparel is a huge spike. Um, hmm. As far as pendants and awards, yes, with the big corporations, um, not so much though. So. Apparel, yeah. yes, big yeah. time. Yeah. And one thing I would say about apparel too, uh, just to interject, you get a lot of these giveaway t-shirts and hats that are just super crappy quality. It's like the beefy tea from Hanes (laughs) that no one wants to wear. And itchy. and Yeah. But I was at a conference a few weeks ago and I got one. It was like from Squid Teas or I don't remember Mm -hmm. that company, but um, super soft and it just felt really nice. And while you know, and really wants to wear like the shirt of the conference they went to necessarily. But if it's a comfortable t-shirt, people yeah. will wear it and then you'll get extra exposure. So yeah, if nothing thing. else, they'll wear it to the gym. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. good too, to have someone like uh, a partner in, in this to help you exactly that you want to, I can ask Nicole, what's the quality of the paper? What's the quality of that t-shirt? And she, she could help me with that. And then your expectations are a little bit better because I know what you're saying. Sometimes you're, you pick something blindly and it comes back and you're kind of not, it's not something you'd wear or something you'd use. So, uh, I always find that to be a nice, you know, advantage of having someone to help you out with that, you know, which always helps for me at least. Absolutely. (laughs) We're real picky about our (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. You know what else was, I was thinking too, is I think someone had asked a, a while back on our show about, you know, what you, doing something for maybe the holidays or doing something as a gift to your client. And one of the things Nicole and I were brainstorming a couple of days ago was maybe even just putting together a kit or something that is three or four small things that are branded for you, let's say with your company logo, or your design logo. And it's something you can put in a nice box or bag or something as a big gift to clients. You know, would that, does that sound like something we could do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And a couple of hot um, holiday gifts, especially since we're right around the corner is, um, you know, custom wine bottles. We can always do the etching of the company's name. Oh, wow. Yes. Also custom chocolate boxes. Um, You know, it could be shaped into your logo or you can just have your company information on the box. It's gift wrapped and whether or not it's, you know, us giving to our clients or, you know, us producing for our clients for their clients. Nice. 
I like that idea. I, we should all do our logos in chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, anything, anytime you can get a client drunk or like give them chocolate, they're going to, that's going to get used. It's going to be takers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Put it together and you got a perfect storm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's it's the big thing. A is Merry you want Christmas. To- yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things is you want to give the client something that is going to stand out and that's going to make yeah. them remember you. And, mm-hmm. you know, even doing customized gift, um, like cards, we do those as well, where you can choose the color of the envelopes. You could really customize your entire gift box. So you have something with your logo, like the chocolates, or maybe we do apparel, you know, we have really nice sweaters that we can embroider or silkscreen, things like that. And then you have a nice like holiday card with all of your information on it. And it really just ties everything together. And when Mm -hmm. a client receives that, it's really, wow, they really care. It's Mm -hmm. not just um, something cheesy. You know, you want them to feel like you care about them. And that's, one of the things that we love to do for our, mm-hmm. our clients. All right. Nice. The, it's on. We got it. The challenge is on. We got to come up with something good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah. this is the perfect time because isn't it crazy? I mean, we're almost at October. Like, I, Where did every, this year go? I know. Every year I always say, okay, I like, I got to start the Christmas card or something. And it's like, next thing you know, it's like thank, the week after Thanksgiving, you're like, I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we always year. do these like, these episodes in December about what to give your clients for Christmas. And it's always like, damn, we should have thought about this like a month or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's think, (laughs) let's keep that in mind and do that episode soon for sure. I was going to say, I feel like this kind of is almost tackling that episode a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. We are going to move into um, other like non-promotional items, but just kind of what's going on in the print world as well. So. Yeah, yes. I think I might I, I might try the kit thing out and keep you guys posted. I'd love to do something kind of unique where it comes in a small box and you got two or three little items. And, Absolutely. You know, and or and real quick before we get into the trends and stuff, how about minimums on that? I think I where do most of these products because it is kind of open sourced and you're you're buying things that are pre made and and applying the logos. Can you do some low quantities on this for especially for listeners who are just trying this out? Absolutely. I would say, you know, anything over 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Nice. That's, that's good to know. Cause I think a lot of us are fearful of even looking into that because you think it's going to be in the hundreds and Absolutely. Uh, one of the you know, stuff, some of the stuff we're going to talk about next, I think like the digital printing craze is really helping us to bring our, our, our quantities down to much smaller minimums, which is big great. time. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Well, let's get into that. Let's talk about okay. trends. Let's talk about these new things in printing. I was so glad to see that you guys have like this great list of things to kind of look at because I think we, we get – and, Mikkel, I'm sure you can speak to this as well. We get used to the same old things that we've known throughout the years that could be a little punch in printing. But it's so neat to see some really cool things to highlight um, and start thinking about how we can bring them into not only our clients' work but our stuff as well. What, where do you want to start? Um, let's start, uh, with how far digital printing has come. Cause that's a yeah. big thing and it's wiping out a lot of sheet fed houses and even web presses. I mean, it's really? just digital printing has come so far and to nail the colors, mm-hmm. you know, to match, let's say you have a particular PMS color, PMS color printing. Yes, it's still around, but it's very old and very expensive. Mm-hmm. So when you can, you know, digitally print your 500 business cards and get 99% close to your PMS color, let's say a box of business cards is $75 for a thousand to where if you were to do that in two color PMS printing, you're looking at $900 for a thousand business cards, which yeah, that's crazy. boggles my mind how people are still paying for that stuff. Yeah. And you get the consistency of the color too in digital, which is fantastic, right? Like it's, Absolutely. it's not losing and fading and getting lighter and darker, which is great. No. Absolutely. I mean, once we have that CMYK, you know, nailed down, I mean, Pretty much any time that you go for a rerun, it's going to be the same colors. Yeah. Anything surprising new in in digital that like might be we all think traditionally should be done in the traditional method? Like I, I'm seeing even packaging now. Some of my clients are doing small runs and we're doing packaging digitally. 
Well, we've even had some clients that are realtors mm -hmm. that are looking for just a few flyers to mm -hmm. hand out on one particular property. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, generally they've gone to a Kinko's or a FedEx and they just run color copies, but then you're on copy paper and that doesn't mm -hmm. look yeah. the nicest. No. Now with digital printing, we can do it on a really nice stock of paper, say a hundred pound gloss, either text or a color or a cover, mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's going to be a really nice texture paper. And we can do as little as 50 on that for a low price. So you get something that's high quality, low quantity for a really good price. And it's something that just makes you look a step above the other people that yeah. are still handing out copy paper. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I laugh at that because I know so many people that want to take the shortcut and they think that's the only way to go. But you introduce this, this method to them. And the, the other thing you can do is, which is great is let's say they have six um, different versions of that property. Maybe there's a different per contact per location mm -hmm. or something. Again, you're not having to do the massive quantities to do them. You can do small runs of multiple versions and exactly. you still get the good quality. That's yes. great. If I never have to step foot in a Kinko's again, like I don't even remember the last time I did. <laughs> no doubt. No, me too. It's been like, forever. But it's only desperate measures, right? Oh, yeah. It's always like a middle of the night. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> since I have a convention tomorrow that I didn't yeah. prepare for. Yeah. There's two places, IHOP and Kinko's. That you only go to in the middle of the night. <laughs> I love it. That's funny because uh, my Kinko's and my IHOP are right next to each other. Perfect. That's hilarious. My, Nick Saturday night. <laughs> I have a plan as I think forms. it's sad to say that I have an IHOP. No, I don't. I, I just know it's oh right gosh. next door. I got to admit, it. since teaching, Kinko's is back into my life and in a big way, but it sucks because it's like, it brings back all those nightmares of like going to print oh. out a resume or, you know, and well, I didn't put it on the jump drive. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there, there would always be the guy, like whatever you wanted would never work. And like yeah. the guy that was supposed to be there, like to help you fix it. Always looked at it like it's the first time he's looking at a copier in his life. God, I don't miss those days at all. <laughs> no, me neither. So let's get into uh, something I'm, I'm really excited to talk about, raised and textured UV. Tell us yes, nice. about fancy, what to do with this. Fancy shit. Got to talk about it. the fancy shit. <laughs> yes. So um, as you guys know, UV has been around for you know, a long time, but now they have a raised UV ink where um, I'm doing it right now on a project that for a jewelers, but it, it kind of looks like an embossed UV over your, let's say logo, or you can place it. I mean, anywhere you want to, but it kind of gives you like a water is on top of the paper effect. Cool. Yeah. And it kind of, it's like a nice layer um, of the paper, right? Yes, it sits on top of the paper, so it's raised. And then you could texturize it as well? Now that's, <clears throat> then we go into your texture GVs to where, you know, you can have it feel, you know, bumpy like rocks or sand or wood grain or, um, let's see what else. Bricks. There's been the and brick it, one. Like a like, brick yeah. pattern. Mm-hmm. Not anything. There's only, you know, four or five of them, but it's definitely, you know, a textured UV to just yeah. bring your project more to life. Can you can you supply the texture as a as a designer? Like can you hand over art? You know, I don't think so. It's not gonna okay, be so like a dye for embossing. Gotcha. So it's set ones that are currently out it's, there that you can add. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Where where can we use it? Let, give us some examples. Where have you, you seen this being used? So textured UV, anything, you know, presentation folders is big with all of these specialty items, raised UV ink, textured UV. Um, we just did uh, presentation mm -hmm. folders for a premium hardwood floor store. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the UV feels like it's wood grained. Nice. Um uh, anything, I mean, anything, postcards, flyers, brochures, presentation folders, invitations. Um, I mean, the possibilities endless. Yeah. One thing I love about it is when you see someone, they have it in their hands for the first time, it's got such a wow factor because you're, yes. you move it to see the reflection, obviously. And yes. it's, and it, and it, let's just, let's face it. It kind of adds a very high end feel to it. It, it you know, yeah. 
big time. And I mean, when someone gets it in their hand, it's like, oh my gosh, how did they do this? That's awesome. And, and is this digital yet or not? Is this, uh, or is this applied later? It is applied after some of, some of the specialty items that we're going to talk about is done in line. Um, but this is applied after. Gotcha. So can it be, you can do it to a digitally run job? Yes, of course. Oh, perfect. That's fantastic. Yes. It's kind yes. of mixing the best of both there. That is awesome. I was going to ask that question. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Our, no our next business cards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's our do business it. Business cards have spot EV on it right now. That's so cool. I think I I think I've I've done the spot with you guys on the a previous card, but the raised and that's the thing that I'm really starting to see a lot of. And I I know everyone's kind of following that bandwagon, but it's cool to know this is something we could do and add to our cards. And I think we're all trying to find any way to look, you know, a little more special and a little more unique. So exactly. I, that's cool. Let's talk about these different kinds of pearl and suede stocks as well. Tell us about how we what they are and what how we can use them okay so the pearl stock is really neat it looks very high-end luxurious mm -hmm. um it's got a shimmer to it not quite a glitter um and it's a 14 point so it's going to be not too thick so mm -hmm. when i first saw it i thought dainty you know yeah. i thought oh this is somebody that's going to be really intricate they're really going to take their time to mm -hmm assist me. Um, and it's really just fun to hold it. You know, when I look at it, I think of like a dress designer or a fashion mm -hmm. designer or somebody who does, you know, wedding invitations, you know, all those types of things. It's just really fun to look at and really feels luxurious when you nice. have that stock. Um, and then we got uh, suede business cards in and those are really interesting. Uh, we can do, it's a suede business card with a soft velvet lamination. Oh, nice. And I got in my sample of it and I was just rubbing it on my chin. It was like, oh, this feels <laughs> so nice. Like it's so soft. Um, it just, it feels different than your silk laminated cards, which we'll get to in a minute. But this suede one, it, we can do a 16 point. So it's going to be a little bit thicker, a little bit more sturdy. Uh, and it works really well with darker colors. So like your reds and your grays, um, blacks. and blacks are very good with this suede. Um, but it just, when you pick it up, it feels different. You mm -hmm. know, it's some, it catches your attention, not just the sight of it, but also the touch. You're mm -hmm. getting two different senses that are being, you know, uh, affected with it. So it's definitely an interesting uh, new item that not very many people are doing yet just because yeah. they don't know that it's available yet. How, mm -hmm. how is the, how is the printing on the suede? Like, does it, is it Perfect. solid? Really? Yeah. Solid. Yeah. So I would say um, this is, you know, when you, black looks so good, but anything with black, black car, you can see every smudge, every fingerprint. So the silk lamination, the dull lamination, the aqueous coatings, um, if you put that over black, it's going to smudge. But this, mm -hmm. uh, the velvet lamination doesn't smudge at all. Wow. That's pretty It's amazing. almost like a fuzzy feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it, we, you would first think that printing would not kind of uh, apply to it as well, or there'd be, you know what I mean, because of it being yeah. so fibrous in a way rather than so smooth. Exactly. It's, I mean, the machines that they come out with these days just blow my mind. Yeah. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to send me a few samples. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and I'll, I'll send you one, Mikhail. I, I think we. I'm. This sounds so cool. I would love to definitely try. Love the. I've been seeing that pearl idea a lot, and I think it's fantastic. I think it works great in a lot of the smaller boutique kind of things, and I'm seeing like invitations being used mm -hmm. a lot there. So I totally get that. What What's this AccuFoil, and what specifically is that all about? Okay, so AccuFoil, everybody knows about regular foiling. It comes in silver, gold, and copper, let's say. Mm -hmm. This new AccuFoil is actually done in line. Mm -hmm. They add like a, um, they add almost like a metallic powder to any PMS color. So now if you want 
pink foil, you can have pink foil. If you want purple foil, you can have purple foil. And it's all done in line. Oh, wow. So nice. it's, added to, it's added to the ink itself, and then it's... Yeah. It, really? And then if you wow. put a UV over that, it even brings it out even more, that sparkle. Hence the name AccuFoil. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty cool. I mean, because you're, you're always kind of have to rely on just whatever's out there in the foil world right now yes. you now yeah. you customize it now Especially you can like full coil full full color wow nice. i love and, the idea and that can just be kind of a spot right it doesn't have to be the whole card it's yep absolutely so you nice. would just set it up exactly like um your regular foiling so you would just mm -hmm. have a masking file and whatever pms or whatever you know color is on that file is just gonna have that metallic powder added to it and it just makes any color now foiled damn damn especially like a signature color. business cards now yeah yes. <laughs> business card stickers um anything anything can be accufoiled that's pretty neat because we all have like you know our well, let's say a business that has their signature color what what, what yes. a cool way to try it out you know try it onto exactly. your pms color so yes. it does does have to be a spot color, correct? No, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't. So the files, it, this is all digital. So oh, okay. the file could be set up for color process. Okay. And then just, you know, whatever color is on that, you know, specific piece, you would just mask it out and they would just add the metallic to that, you know, certain CMYK value. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Damn. Pretty, pretty amazing. I'm going to have to see some samples of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What about soft touch laminates? I know that's kind of being widely used a lot too. Yeah, so soft touch laminate, anything with lamination over anything is going to make the paper even, you know, more sturdy because it's a very thin layer of plastic, so it's Yeah. It it can still tear, but it it's just a little bit it's just like a um protectant over the ink. Like a thin film, right? Yeah, so um it's a thin layer of plastic that you know covers any piece whether it's your presentation folders business cards greeting cards um anything so it it could still tear but it's just it's just a thin layer of protectant over the ink and yeah. the actual paper so i, I, know, I mean i know when people ahead. get i know when people have a i think my current card has that and i'm um, so it's funny you hand it over and people they instantly go like, ooh, like uh -huh. they, they think it's like this massive, expensive thing. And and yeah. I think there's well, just- It looks, it looks yeah. high end. It yeah, does. it does yeah. really look high end. But like you said, it it adds a, um, a certain weight to the paper too. And it is that texture that people feel, it feels almost like a um, melted rubber sometimes, you know, like a little bit of a- Yeah. Kind of like you were saying with the, um, the suede thing where it mm -hmm. has a bit of a- um, a grip to it and people just kind of think automatically oh okay this is nice and it sometimes it even flattens the color out so it has that flat look to it yes, which i love which i love i love flat colors those are very popular and i i think a lot of people you know as we're getting into minimal design like we talk a lot about i think people are finding that flat color thing yeah. is just a, a part of that trend in design in mm -hmm. general flat you know colors are so hot right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for the next they'll be like oh bright colors are back man <laughs> just wait for spring they'll just be the spring colors yeah it'll all go for spring groundbreaking <laughs> what, what what's the difference between like soft touch and then like silk laminate how is that different um it's not really so different it just depends on uh what you're trying to do so the silk lamination, you know, it's almost the same thing. It is. Can, it can, should, e can either of these be spot or are they completely flood on a print? It's, com it's completely flood because it's a lamination. Gotcha. So not, you can't just, what you would do to like a raised UV or varnish for spot, but laminates are full, full cover because it's the paper, right? Exactly. It's the entire sheet of paper. Got it. Oh, good okay, to know. So that, that's a good way to kind of make it look so a little it's different. Not, so it's not like a, um, you know, a AQ or a UV. Well, I think that was kind of a pretty good lesson in like what's new, which is great. Yes. I'm, I'm thoroughly, you know, like uh, uh, it's cool to see what new things we can do and add to not only our own stuff, but the stuff 
think we can add to our client and it makes us just look better knowing this stuff. So thanks so much, guys. Why don't yeah, you give everybody a little uh, a little plug on on Tri-City and where we can find you at? Definitely. So Tri-City Printing, we are located in Anaheim, California, but we do ship nationwide. We are a one-stop shop, so we can do everything from uh, your business cards, your letterheads, all of your promotional items. Uh, the way I like to say it is from business cards to billboards. We can put nice. your logo on it. Uh, <laughs> so if you if you want to get in contact with us, our website is www.tricityprinting.com. Great, guys. Well, it was great to have you on with us. Uh, thanks again. Thanks and we'll for having us. Hope to have you again next year when there's some new trends to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. So that was a... Uh, whole lot of hot print talk, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Getting hot in here. Oh, yeah. That's what we as designers like talking about. What we don't like talking about, invoicing. Not I said it. <laughs> Someone had to say it. So FreshBooks comes into the picture, and they make invoicing easy, so we never have to talk about it again, except for on this show. And if you haven't gotten on board with it by now, what are you thinking? Come on. And I was recently, yeah, I was recently on a call with uh, the uh, the head UX guy for FreshBooks, and they walked me through the brand Ooh. new FreshBooks. Oh, I saw the tutorial. It looks yep. amazing. They've done a, a bit of a redesign, and they walked yeah. me through it. And if you thought you loved FreshBooks before, hold on to your freaking hats, guys, because <laughs> it's it's even better now. It's it's definitely made with designers in mind. Um, they were very they hit on that a lot when we talked. So That's basically great. it's it's That's not cool. just an in, it's not just invoicing for like everybody. They really cater to the creative crowd and it shows. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very easy for uh for us creative types to use and I think if you're on it now you can already switch to the beta version of the of what they've got going on that's new. So check it out, you'll love it. Um it's super easy to use, only takes about 30 seconds to send out an invoice. You can still customize the colors, add your logo, all that kind of stuff. And I think there's even more color customization now, um, yeah. which makes it even easier to really brand it in a really customized way. Um, and one of the things that I love is sending up, setting up the automatic payment reminders so you don't have to feel like you're always chasing yep. down your money. It just happens automatically. Um, they keep track of your expenses for tax time you know, time tracking, all that good stuff that you just don't want to think about. And they, they take care of it for you. And you know, when someone's looked at your invoice and they can't lie to you anymore. So we've worked out (laughs) one free month for our listeners. You don't even need a credit card to sign up. Just go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and then enter deeply graphic in the, how did you hear about a section? So again, that's, and uh, there's the the thing that's, a turn on to me now that I've been using FreshBooks for several months now is that listen closely, what guys. Keeps, what, keeps, <laughs> what keeps people from in, in, initiating an account with anything new like this is like, oh, it's learned software. I'm not up for it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a fear of change thing. But their support team, I mean, I used them a ton in the beginning. And it only took like three calls and then they walk you through so thoroughly and well that that's all that it really mm-hmm. took. And then you just get, get into it. So don't be intimidated to start into it because I, sometimes I've told them I don't even hear a ring and they pick up. Yep, it's like yeah. they're waiting at the phone for me. Well, they're they're like, hello, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's no learning curve really for it at all. At all. I, no. You're up and running no. right away. Totally okay. And they're Canadian. Canadians are always just better. <laughs> they're super nice. They're just friendlier. Yeah, they are. No, I was on. They're I was, funnier. They're funnier too. They are. They're delightful, <laughs> and they support the show. So we should all support them, and we everyone wins. So anyway, again, freshbooks.com/slash/deeplygraphic for that uh, one month free. All right, we got what we love, and that's an audio listener question. Damn. And this one is from Joanna Daniels. Roll the clip. Hey, my name is Joe. I am just starting out in graphic design. I'm just 21 years old. I'm about to graduate with my bachelor's in graphic design. So I'm just trying to figure out the best way not to form bad design habits. I'm using a MacBook Pro and I've gotten really fast on the trackpad. However, I'm wondering if in the long run it would be better to switch to a mouse. I haven't seen many designers primarily using the trackpad. 
And I am not sure if that is just because that's how they started with the mouse and that's what's comfortable for them. Or if the mouse is really superior for graphic design. I know there's different kinds of mouses and then like the Apple has like, it's kind of like a trackpad on a mouse. And I don't know what you guys think about that one, but please tell me what you use and what you suggest. Also, if you have any advice or bad habits to avoid when you're young and developing habits, I would love to hear them so I can be the best in the long run. I love your podcast. I feel like you guys are my aunts and uncles that are actually cool and talk about things I actually want to listen to. Keep up the good work so I can keep on listening and learn forever. <laughs> Thanks. That was a great question, Joanna. Love it. Um Bad design, bad design habits. What a great thing to squish out when you're still young. Yeah, she's being really super preventative here. Yeah. yeah. So let, I guess uh, it's first... Uncle, let Uncle Nick and Uncle Wes and <laughs> Aunt Mikkel give you a little <laughs> oh, tip here. Oh, so sweet. Take that was, that was very here. cool. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Me too. It's cute. And yet I feel super old. Okay, so um, <laughs> first to address the trackpad thing, I mean... That's got to yeah. be just one of those personal preference things, but yeah. Yeah. I have never enjoyed doing any kind of precision work with a trackpad. Yeah. That's that's um, a necessity only. Yes, and it, it hurts yeah. my wrists almost to like put keep my hand in that position and mm-hmm. yeah, I like a mouse. To her, to her point, I have got I've gotten comfortable with it where I might be on my laptop and without a mouse and I'll be doing it and going, God, I can't believe I just did that all on the trackpad. But I don't mm-hmm. think that's a good enough reason to well, like when you're traveling and it's it. a temporary thing, you mean? Exactly. You know, yeah. And, yeah. but then sometimes you'll just have it on your lap and you're actually doing some work and I, I'll, I'll stop myself and say, wow, I did all that with the trackpad. That's inc- it's definitely amazing and it's well built, but I don't think, like you said, it's technically uh, you, you could do so much better with a very good mouse. You know, yeah. um, and I'm I'm sure you guys feel the same way. I think that's just the right way to go for long term big projects. I mean, I think in terms you know? of not not getting carpal tunnel, I think it's of probably course. a good thing. Um, yeah. yeah, the ergonomic thing. I was going to mention that as well. Yeah, you can get stuck in that, and you get away with so many times, and you find that you're fairly efficient that it becomes routine, and then mm-hmm. six months in, you've got like pain as though it's arthritis. Yeah. yeah. Like I, yeah. I had a creative director when I worked in Seattle who used that little Apple trackpad, like yes. the external one. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I think she just did it because she thought it looked cool. I don't know. Like it, oh, really? I, yeah. I think so. Well, there's oh, definitely I, that, though. I, that I, I fell of... into that trap. Yeah. And they thought it yeah. looked cool. But then, yeah. you know, it's, it, you're, you're right. You're, it's almost like your fingers are playing Twister. <laughs> yeah. It's like the you're all over the place with it. And um, well, this, this had no. me think about um, when this, the style using utilizing stylus and then mm-hmm. the Wacom mm-hmm. Wacom is one of the brands for, you yeah. know, the pieces that you use in it. Even like the Cintiq. Yeah. Which is a whole the Cintiq. Yeah. You can pick up your mouse to do business related mm-hmm. stuff. And then yeah. well, you can be somewhat accurate. I mean, you, there's pressure points and stuff with the stylus, which is kind of cool, but it feels like it's a little outdated already. I mean, the it Wacom was a really tablet? big deal. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That was I don't a really see anyone using it anymore. Big fad there for a while, and then now it's no longer. And you just wonder if their fancy trackpads that they're coming out with, it will happen in that same manner. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I see yeah. a lot of either heavy Photoshop and illustration yes. use still on the Wacom, mm-hmm. and, and specifically even students. I see a lot on there too. Um, I yeah. do see there's a there is a bit of a compromise when you have to get into something either really technical with it or yeah. the rest of your computer, which is non you know graphic design stuff, email and whatever. There's yeah. almost like a bit of a compromise for it, and I right. do see people going back and forth. What I my recommendation is getting a really good um, mouse that fits your hand has has a bit of has a bit of height. I know like that magic mouse, the Apple one mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. beautiful and the whole surface is a it's, touchpad, which is slick, big. but it doesn't it's have the height. Low. It's too yeah, low profile. It doesn't have the height. Yeah. And I would get, that's when I, I had a man, I don't, I'm sure we've all probably gone through this, but I think in my first five years of design, I had carpal tunnel and it yeah. was the worst thing I ever went through. What is the that. one that you use now, Nick? I have a Logitech, I believe it's the MX series and it's, uh, it's, it's Bluetooth. So obviously I could travel with it. It holds the yeah. little 
UB, USB uh, um, adapter in the bottom in the base so you don't lose it, which is kind of cool. Um, but it has multiple different things. It looks kind of gamey, you know, like those gamer ones. Yeah, but they're yeah. big and black and clunky. But I got to tell you, if when you have, you can program a few like undos and cut and copy. And mm -hmm. slowly but surely, you're getting, you're taking advantage of those extra buttons on there and having a good wheel on there that's um, clickable. Uh, it has a button that uh, turns the wheel from smooth to like a click wheel, Clicking. which I, I prefer. Um, so I just found mm. as long as you have something that has that height and it's curved enough to kind of hold your hand, um, you're not going to risk getting that, that pain or that, or that, you know, fatigue, uh, for hours of use. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's more. And I even bought a small, very small travel one that I keep in my backpack. Uh, that's tiny, but it works just as good. You know, why, why not have that with you all the time? There you go. Yeah. yeah. My magic mouse just finally crapped out on me. It was, it was going like the tracking was really yeah. off and it, yeah. it wouldn't like, it would only track up and down, not left and right at a certain point. So I go on Amazon and it's like 80 bucks for one of these things. So I, just, I know. Like, so I got one that like, it's meant for Mac and it looks kind of like a magic mouse. It's by iHome. And oh yeah, so it was like mm. seventeen bucks, and that's what I'm using yeah. right now, and it's great. Oh, you nice. know, yeah. going along the the whole idea of the these only thing that's the, sorry, the only thing that's different yeah. from the Magic Mouse is you cannot scroll left to right on it. Oh, so, like, right. so like with the the Magic Mouse, your finger could kind of scroll. That's you know, a great idea. And like when I'm working on sketch files where I want to go from one artboard to the next, like laterally, I have yeah. to pull down the space bar and like move the hand around oh, to, to okay. extra work. But other than that, <laughs> it's an adjustment like anything else. Exactly. And then I think from that point on, it's just preference. I know a lot of people, we would, at my old office, I think we would fight people would be like, I love the magic mouse. And some people are like, how could you even use that? So it really has to do with, I think your preference too. Um, yeah. What well, I'd love to just throw in one of the coolest things I bought was a solar key keyboard. It's a Bluetooth keyboard. Mm. And it has solar. It's by Logitech, and it's got solar panels on it. No more batteries. How many? Well, <laughs> I how, stand. What, what are you doing outside, Nick? You no. It can, you're working it outside. It's, no, it's from it's indoor use. It gets what? just. In, it's right by my window. It ah. gets just enough sunlight, and I've had like it for a, a year. Like a ficus. Nice. Yes, I got to water it. <laughs> <laughs> but Sweet. look into if if you're looking for an wow. extra thing this logitech solar panel it was highly um rated save it for the christmas episode nick oh Ooh, yeah true true, yeah. true you didn't hear anything <laughs> <laughs> all right so um any other like let's anyone have any other bad habits to avoid um, so she's since she's graduating right she's yeah. just getting into it yeah wow um Gosh, I would say gimmicky fonts are a dead giveaway of maybe someone mm -hmm. that might be young in their career, you know, I'll stick to stick to um, fonts that are t a little more timeless and a little that could stand some test of time. That'll kind of be a nice thing to do now, as opposed to years later, where you're trying to kind of, you know, yeah. battle that. Um, I wish I could tell that to my 2007 self with the I know. pussycat <laughs> font. That was my, I love that nope. for everything. That bleeding cowboy. Oh, that was the best <laughs> font ever. Um, gosh, what else? I mean, like, I think it's a matter of always being – one thing I think I see some people kind of falling into a trap is not um, staying on top with new designers and new people to follow and be inspired by. I think a lot of times you get to a point where you think, uh, I, I'm good. I, I've learned what I know, and let me just keep continuing. But I love that you could still be inspired by by new stuff that you see – um, and sharing your work with other people and don't be so, um, precious with it, you know, be able to take criticism well with your work. I think young people haven't experienced that so much. So in the real world, you're going to get, you're going to get, your work's going to get thrashed, you know? So yeah. don't, ha don't have a thick skin or have a thick Do skin. Do have a thick skin. Yeah. Thick skin. Yes. There you go. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't. One thing that I have like a big bone right below my palm. And so if I don't have anything sitting pad wise, and it's easy to ignore when you're feeling efficient getting stuff done, it 
it actually really seriously hurts. So I've got uh, several pads actually at my desk that I use for forearms and that little wow. bonus. Okay. Yeah, I have to. But you know, it's but I mean, Nick or uh, Wes mentioned earlier matter of preference, and then this is also personal stuff too that maybe others don't struggle with as much as so you know. But the, the designer er ergonomics door. of your desk are a big thing too. Like have it, yes. you know, don't get, don't start with a bad chair. Don't start with, you know, use a little foot riser. All those yeah, little things, yeah. uh, you know, get up from your desk all the time. I'm eventually I mean, going to get one of those convertible desks where I can stand and or sit. I think it'll just be a smart move. I just, I'll, you know. I'll, I'll tell you a little about, about the one I bought and, and why I had to return it. <laughs> oh, I really? tried, I tried one of those, but apparently in its lowest position and, and you have an iMac as well, right? Mm-hmm. I put when you put the iMac on it in its lowest position, too high. it was like I was looking at the ceiling in the yeah. sitting position. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a more lower profile one. But that is a uh, such okay. a great idea because if you could be that, you know, flexible from standing and sitting at your desk with your computer, yeah. um, I, I would do that is all great. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's shocking that I find it shocking. It makes me a little irritated that Apple hasn't come out with more ergonomic mouse system, you know, because they made such a smart move with no, the no battery. Yeah. Um, shift. And so they're thinking about these, you know, green, you know, environmental ideas, but I, but then they don't want to prevent carpal tunnel. <laughs> it doesn't really make there, sense. You know, I was thinking this the other day. Apple is so much. Remember when it used to be for us and it was for designers and graphic de graphic designers were really the only ones using Macs. And then the iMac came out and now it's for the masses and they got the phones and they got everything else. So I kind of missed the days when Apple was really for us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? More for a little bit more us. exclusive target yeah. audience. Yeah. 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 Maybe one, one day. day again. One day the again. The Pro Series. The Pro yeah. Series. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Joanna, for the question. Keep sending in listener questions to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Uh, where can people find you guys online? Mikkel? Um, I can be found at mkmdesignco.com and mkmdesign on Facebook and mkmdesignco on Instagram. Yay. Nick? Man, she's so on it. <laughs> I'm uh, longodesigns.com and longodesigns on Instagram. Cool. And follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell or follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedeependdesign. All right. That'll about do it until next time. So with that in mind, keep designing. Catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast. Mm -hmm.